0: Welcome to a re-edition of my sports podcast called "Sword Loser I'm your host DeAndre Johnson I've been away for a while trying to reconstruct my podcast Make it more better, entertaining, and organized And no better way to come back for opening tip-off First game was the New Orleans Pelicans without Zion Williamson and our second game later on that night was the Battle of LA, the Clippers versus the Lakers. And that's where I'm going to start off with, people. I'm going to start off with the Clippers and the Lakers, which the LA Clippers took the first game of the season versus the Lakers, 112 102, led by the newly edition of Kawhi Leonard, who scored 30 points. And the debut of Anthony Davis and LeBron James looking fantastic the first half. Then second half, it just, you know, they was contained. And if it wasn't for Danny Green, 28 points, the Lakers could have been blown out. But it was Danny Green and his seven threes that had kept the Lakers in this game. Now, overall, the Clippers, they was down 13-2 in the first quarter early on. Then... Kawhi Leonard started to get it going, particularly in the second quarter, where he scored over 10 plus points in the second quarter. And got a nice lead over the Lakers, 62-54 at halftime. Then the third quarter, it looked like the Clippers was trying to pull away, but Danny Green making three straight threes in a row. Got the Lakers to tie the game up. At one point, he was up by two, 82-80. But it was tie game at the third quarter. Then fourth quarter, LeBron James started out the fourth quarter. And it was not his best. And Kawhi Leonard showed why he was MVP and just continued to take off where he left off at. Of his MVP, his finals MVP uh, season with the Toronto Raptors and just hitting clutch shots after clutch shots, and that's what Kawhi Lynn had been doing. And we cannot also forget about the def- defense that Patrick Beverley had played on LeBron and also Montrezl Harrell containing Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis did not score a single point in the fourth quarter, and that contributed to great front court, great front court defense by the Clippers. The Clippers are led by great veteran coaches on their staff. Head coach Doc Rivers, you got Sam Cassell and Tyron Lue, along with Frank Lawrence Frank, excuse me, Lawrence Frank as their team president. Ty Lue is the X factor when it comes to the coaching because he coached LeBron to his one and only championship in Cleveland. And know LeBron very well. And he also had that very chemistry with Doc Rivers going back to the days where Ty Lue was assistant under Doc Rivers in Boston. Now, looking at this game overall, everybody asking the questions: where was LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the fourth quarter? Particularly, that question has been asked a lot of times throughout LeBron James' career. Now we know that LeBron James started at point guard for the Lakers, but I think that's not going to happen through the whole season. If they get off to a bad start in the first month of the season, Ray John Brown will be playing the point, and we're going to have to see more of LeBron at his natural position at the three and the four, and Anthony Davis at times are is, he's going to have to play center. So they could go to more of a small ball lineup. Not saying that JaVale McGee won't work playing side by side with Anthony Davis, but certain lineups where Anthony Davis gonna have to dominate at the five position. And it is what it is. And Anthony Davis, he has some good looks in the fourth quarter. He just didn't capitalize. But what was more alarming is the passive, the passiveness is of LeBron James. In the fourth quarter. And I'm very disappointed that he downplayed in the post-conference saying, oh, this is not a rivalry. Whether it's between the Lakers and the Clippers or myself and Kawhi. No, it's a a rivalry. That's the same guy about um, five, six, seven years ago that beat you in the finals. And not only just beat you in the finals, but won the finals MVP. Anybody remember game three of that finals? Uh, I mm-hmm. want to say 2014 NBA Finals. Or 2013 I got to I g I I gotta I gotta look up on that. But however though, it was the um second of the back-to-back championship matchup between the Spurs and the um, Heat. Game three of that finals, Kawhi and went win there, torture LeBron. He tortured LeBron on offense. And that Was all she wrote, and that's what it's looking like right now. As if the Clippers should face the Lakers in the playoffs, Kawhi gonna torch LeBron on both ends of the floor, especially with LeBron being at the age of 35. Granted, that LeBron had a break for the first time this offseason, no playoffs, um, just You know, relaxing, spending time with family, you know, handling businesses out there in L.A. And you come back with that subpar performance. LeBron James went 7 for 19, 18.6 rebounds, 5 assists. Today, NBA stats are overrated for the most part. I mean, that's not a good LeBron James stat line. And usually, I seen LeBron James, you know, play a little bit worse than we played last. dummy I mean last night, and he had better stats than he had last night. So, it, it it's going. Uh, it's a work in progress. Frank Vogel, I think he did a good job last night. The team just didn't execute. Your best two plays didn't execute. I think there was a lot of turnovers. The Lakers had six turnovers in the fourth quarter. Three then by LeBron James. LeBron James trying to force speed Anthony Davis. A lot of people thought that they should have ran the pick and roll even more. And you don't need a coach to tell you that. I mean the point guard there is LeBron James, who is not if not the best brilliant basketball mind in the NBA. Could just call for pick and roll each and every time they go on the offense end. And that's something that LeBron James and Anthony Davis gonna have to work on together. And LeBron James being the point guard, it's it's not a bad idea, but you're gonna have to, you know, tweak it a little bit. He was walking the ball up the court a lot of times and he looked like, you know, he's Once he passed the half court, he passed the ball off, go stay in the corner, you know, get the ball back. I don't think he was really being aggressive like he should be. And these are traits where I feel like if you want to be the GOAT, you want to be better than Michael, nobody shouldn't have to push you or tell you at this point of your career that, hey, you know, this is a big game. I be yeah it's the first game of the regular season but this is not just only any game of the first regular season but this is against the Clippers this is against a rivalry that's in your same building so this is not this is a game where stars show up big time games stars show up and even if they do not win the game they do not succeed. At least we could say that the star play you know gave their all, they show up. But even with LeBron James, a lot of times throughout his career, man, you felt like you've been cheated a little bit. You feel like, man, he didn't really give us all. He was being very too passive. If he had some aggressiveness, I don't know what the results may be, but if he had a little bit more aggressiveness, who knows? The game might be, you know, in their favor. So that's something the Lakers will have to continue to um, work with, especially with LeBron and AD. Are they a player short? Yes, Cal Kuzma did not play, so did not Paul George. And I think Kuzma, yes, he is the X-Factor. The reason why he's the X-Factor, not because he gave them extra scoring, because I think at key moments, Kuzma's going to have to hit some big shots. Because we already know when come comes to LeBron James, LeBron James, sometimes the moments get too big for him, he gonna look for an outlet. And most likely that's going to be either Danny Green, who shows he's more than capable, or it's going to be Kyle Kuzma. LeBron James not gonna take the last shot. Um, I I guarantee you that like eighty percent to twenty percent, LeBron James is not going to take the last shot, especially in key games. Because he don't want that pressure, and it is what it is. And I'm not trying to bash on LeBron James. I really not. I'm just calling it like I see it, people, and you guys see it too. But I understand he got a fan club, and you know he really cannot do any wrong, but. It is what it is when it comes to LeBron. Now, on the other side with Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard, once again, had 30 points. He played great defense when need needed to to play on LeBron. And the couple time LeBron did guard Kawhi Leonard, particularly in the fourth quarter, Kawhi, you know, was the man among boys. And Kawhi did Kawhi things. And he, you know, made a couple threes. He... Worked at mid-range and he was doing it all and he had that tremendous block on Dwight Howard when Dwight Howard thought he had an easy dunk. And you know Kawhi Leonard is just, he's a guy that's gonna uplift his teammates a whole different level. I'm not talking about with just his play on the court, but just his mentality. You don't have to say much. My work shows for itself and the Lakers cannot just be a sore loser don't be a sore loser you just got outplayed got your ass kicked in the fourth quarter particularly you didn't really put up a fight I'm talking about their best two players Anthony Davis and LeBron James And of course everybody won't say, oh, the ref this, the ref that. The ref referees, of course, in a basketball game, there gonna be a few calls in any basketball game where it could have went the other way. However, you guys just got outplay. And there's no need to be a sore loser. It's only game one in the regular season. You're gonna have to tweak the way LeBron James played that point guard position and then just go ahead and continue to build chemistry. Now, transitioning to the first game of that night, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors who received their ring in their home opener versus the Zionless New Orleans Pelicans. The New Orleans Pelicans put up a good fight. I really like this team. I think if Zion was playing, they would have won that game. However, I just know that Zion Williamson, I don't think there's nothing really much wrong with his knee. I think they just want to get him into better shape. So, six to eight weeks, if he could trim down 15 to 20 pounds in six to eight weeks, uh, he will be better for the long haul for this NBA regular season. I think they got a playoff continuing squad. I really like Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram will going to take most of his shots. I think Drew Holiday is going to be... The, Of course, the unquestioned veteran leader. And Lonzo Ball, who had a subpar performance last night, he should be much better than what he presented last night. And I think the Raptors, I was very impressed how Pascal can played and Fred Van Fleet. They had have, have pick up where they left off there from last season. And Siakam is going to be an all-star this year. No question about that. Fred Van Fleet made average 20 points per game this year if he continues to shoot the way he shoot, Cal Lowry, the unquestioned leader of this team, of course, he's going to continue to hit big shots. This team, what I saw last night, is going to compete. They're not going to be a pushover to Boston Celtics, the Milwaukee Bucks, nor the Philadelphia 76ers. Toronto Raptors are in it to get back to the finals. Yes, it was a Pelicans team that have a lot of young players, and most likely they're going to be either the 8th or 7th seed at best in the Western Conference, which is the Western Conference loaded, but this Toronto Raptors team I was very impressed. Pascal Siakam had 34 points and 18 rebounds. He was everywhere, getting long rebounds, loose ball, scoring when they need him to score, taking advantage of mismatches. He played a real simple game, man. He didn't have to exert a lot of energy. He would just at the right place at the right time. And you know that he had to feed off of what Kawhi Leonard had displayed last season while they was teammates. So I expect Siakam to be an all-star this year. And you'll see him lead this team to be a top four seed in the Eastern Conference. Other stats, with the Pelicans, Newly acquired Derek Favors only played twenty one minutes. He had six point seven rebounds. Brandon Ingram led a team man points with twenty two points. He added five rebounds, five assists. Drew Holiday had a subpar game: thirteen points, four rebounds, six assists. And Luz ball which I mentioned, had a subpar game himself with eight points, five rebounds, five assists. And they took this team to overtime, but you will not see. Lons of Ball and Drew Holiday struggle on the same night. You will not see that a lot. Guarantee that. However, Josh Hart, he was the unsung hero that which kept the Pelicans in the game. He had a double-double, 15 points, 10 rebounds, 3 for 5 from the 3-point line, which the Pelicans shot pretty well from the 3s, hitting 19 to 45, which is a 42% clip from the 3-point line. Then you look at the, you look at the um, the Raptors. Van Fleet career high thirty four points five rebounds seven assists. Kyle Lowry added twenty two points five rebounds six assists. OG and Yunobi he's back he's healthy. He yeah, had 11.7 rebounds. That's another guy that's going to be very key. He might have a breakout year. It might be a borderline all-star. But if you got Van Fleet and Lowry, if they continue to shoot the way they shoot in that backcourt, Toronto Raptors are a very dangerous team. They are not going to be very, very dangerous. Even though it looks different without Kawhi Leonard, great coach Nick Nurse, know how to adjust. And this team is in for the long haul, for sure. Now, tonight is our very first night of full length schedule for the NBA. My Chicago Bulls face the Charlotte Hornets on the road. It's interesting matchups I want to see and tonight is the Celtics versus the 76ers, of course. I think the 76ers going to blow out Boston tonight. You'll see the debut of Jimmy Butler in the Miami Heat versus the Memphis Grizzlies, which will also be the debut of John Morant. Locally here in St. Pete, Florida, our local basketball team is the Orlando Magic, which they will be facing Cleveland Cavaliers. That should be a win. Well, we'll see if Colin Sexton and Darius Garland if they play in the backcourt together, let's see how well they do together in the backcourt. The Pistons will be without Blake Griffin for at least the first five games of the season. They on a the road versus the Indiana Pacers, who are still without Victor Oladipo, but they have T. J. Warren and Malcolm Brogdon, along with newly signed Jeremy Lamb, uh, to help pick up the um scoring. That's left from Victor Oladipo. Also, we want to see if Miles Turner take that next step as a big man in the NBA. We got the Timberwolves and the Nets debut Kyrie Irving, and we like to see Andrew Williams and Carl Anthony Towns. Nobody haven't really been talked about them, but let's see if they take their game to a whole nother level. That'd be very interesting. The Wizards and the Mavericks. Wizards seem to be bound as the worst team in the NBA. And we also will see the debut of Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis as teammates. And Dallas are a very interesting team to watch in the Western Conference. They're going to make a lot of noise. And they have a veteran coach in Rick Carlisle that's going to get the best out of his team. The Knicks and the Spurs. The Knicks who are filled with a bunch of power forwards on their roster. We'll see how they rotate them in and out. We wanna see how the backcourt of RJ Barry and Dennis Smith along with wing player Kevin Knox, how they how they will mesh together. It's a lot of um it's a lot of work for David Fisdale to make up that rotation each and every game for that Knicks roster. You got the Thunder and the Jazz, the newly hyped Jazz with Mike Conley debuting alongside with Dunvin Mitchell. And we also will see Chris Paul in the OKC Thunder uniform. And we'll see how he plays, if he re-interested in playing at all. Or he just taking it easy until he get traded to a playoff contending team. We shall see. The Nuggets and the Trailblazer. Uh uh, a rematch of the Western Conference Semifinals, which C.J. McCollum, he was the savior. He went off in that Game Seven, that helped the Portland Trailblazer get to the Western Conference Finals. While C- while ugh, excuse me while Damian Lillard was struggling, but Damian Lillard had made some clutch baskets in the fourth quarter of that series and we'll see a fun exciting game late at night between the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Sun which Devin Booker hopefully we'll see a full season of Devin Booker alongside with Ricky Rubio who's gonna give Booker and DeAndre 810 so many scoring options and we want to see if the Kings could also Take that next step up and have Marvin Bagley, De'Aaron Fox, and Buddy Hill dominate. Kings are a sleeper team in the West, too. I don't think they're not necessarily a sleeper team. People know about the Kings, but they want to see if the Kings could actually take that next step up. You have five, six scores or better yet, players on that team that can score 20 points any given time. You got Bagley, you got Heald, you got Fox, you got Harrison Barnes, and you got Bodon Bogdanovich. <coughs> so that they will be a very interesting team to watch this season. So the NBA is back. We'll have some parody. We got a lot of big time duels, a lot of debuts tonight, with players um switching teams over the offseason. season, and this should be a very fun season along with, you know, football season, which is very exciting, very um unpredictable, except for the Patriots, of course, but even with the Patriots making some big moves. Trading for Muhammad Sanu they will Be even much stronger having a receiver such as Mohamed Sanu so it'll be very interesting how the Patriots will use Sanu and tomorrow night you'll have the Minnesota Vikings at home versus the Washington Redskins if that game is Even worth watching we all know that should be a blowout, but for entertainment purpose Adrian Peterson facing his former team back at Minnesota where he had the best years of his career and also Kirk Cousin, a team that did not want to pay him. He'll be facing that squad and hopefully continue his impressive performance that he had been having over the past two to three weeks. So there's a lot of entertaining sports games between today and tomorrow and going on for the rest of the week and this is my podcast newly constructed sports podcast Sword Loser I am your host DeAndre Johnson you can find me on Facebook and you can also find me on Twitter at Doc Dre media. again my Twitter handle is at doc dre media that's my time but let's go ahead and hit the weights i'll let you guys soon